Welcome back as we go to the top of the sixth inning. And the Evergreens have made a pitching change. Brock Babish's afternoon is done. Wyatt Miles comes on in relief. Give you Brock Babish's pitching line. Five innings of work. Two runs both earned. Four hits. Brock Babish struck out six. And walk three. One wild pitch for Brock Babish, who's looking for his third win of the season. Zach Newman to hit. The Blue Jays have now committed eight errors in the ballgame. Wyatt Miles, non-save spot, throws strike one. And Wyatt's just got to pound the zone, throw strikes here. Second pitch from Wyatt Miles, swing, foul back, no balls, two strikes. Again, Wyatt figures to pitch again on Friday, so want to keep the pitch count down, want to move right through this. And he's ahead, no balls, two strikes. Coming home, curve, strike, three, call, drop that right in. Zach Newman sees just three pitches and is back to the bench. Nate Brozanowski has a walk and a hit. One out and nobody on. Wyatt Miles, leg kick home. Curve, just missed the inside corner. Starts that out towards the right-handed batter's hip and is looking to break that pitch in. With the four-run bottom of the fifth inning, a little of the suspense has been taken out of this now in a 10-2 game. Wyatt's outside, 2-0. Blue Jays get another crack at the Evergreens Thursday. The up in Merrill and the big game against Spash. Here's a fly ball, well hit to center field, going back, reaching up, making the catch. Preston Miller, who's been playing a good center field all season long for the Evergreens. You know, Miller made that an easier play for himself because he saw it right off the bat, knew that he'd have to go back a couple of steps, and then just reached up. Took that away from Nate Brozanowski. Two outs. Jack Hook has walked 0 for 1 today. He'll hit with two outs and nobody on. Just outside, ball one. In the top of the sixth, two down. The Blue Jays have just four outs left to work with in this game. Curve almost hit him. Ducks underneath it, two balls and no strikes. Wyatt Miles has been pitching much better in the middle part of the season than when he started. A couple of years, junior year two, Wyatt needed a couple of outings before he got to his best stuff. Strike at the knees, two and one. Wyatt Miles worked six innings and was no decision in the Evergreens' 11-inning win against Wisconsin Rapids. Wyatt Miles has pitched since then and played well. This is a fly ball to right. A couple of steps back there. Mitch Danielski makes the catch. That's a three-up, three-down inning. The Blue Jays go as quietly as can be. Bottom of the sixth next, D.C. Everest 10, Merrill 2 on 93-9 the game. Portion of six, no runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left. Going to 
to the bottom of the six. 10-2 Evergreens over the Blue Jays. All right, Evergreen's coming up to bat here in the bottom of the sixth. Preston Miller, Chris Wiesman, and Nate Langbin are due up. If the Evergreens push two runs across, the game would come to an end. Or if we have to play on to the seventh inning, the Evergreens are three outs away from a victory. I'm Chris Conley. Glad you are with us for what... Uh, Looks to be a happy afternoon for the Evergreens. Again, we said earlier in the broadcast, I mean, the Evergreens in recent years have settled for splits against the Blue Jays. So, I mean, this game means that Thursday's game is meaningful. You win both of those games, then the game against Spash becomes really big. Here's Preston Miller. Miller has two hits today. Been on base all three appearances, two singles, and a walk for Preston Miller. Another inning of work here for Brady Kennitz. And I don't think the Blue Jays want to use any more pitching in this ballgame. Down low, ball one. And, you know, again, on, on what is a lost afternoon, I think the Evergreens, maybe even the Blue Jays too, would be just as happy to see two runs come across and the afternoon come to an early end. Popped up, first base side in foul ground. Tyson Golick is there, and there's the first out. Preston Miller retired for the first time today. Here's Chris Wiesman. Wiesman's been on twice, fielder's choice, walk, and a fly out to right field. Another chance for Chris to get a hit today. It's up high, ball one. There were moments of tension in the top of the fifth where the Blue Jays got their two runs. They had the bases loaded. So back then, it was a 6-2 to two ball game. Got the tying run up to the plate. Brock Babish got that out. And now it's given way to Wyatt Miles. And the Evergreens have tacked on more runs. 10-2 to two now. Wiesman hit to the left side. Through. Chris Wiesman's got himself a hit. You know, keep an eye on Wiesman as we go into the final couple of weeks of the season. Wiesman is swinging a better bat. Braxton Olson comes up as a pinch hitter here. Braxton is looking for his first varsity hit. He is 0 for 2. Looks down to the third baseline. Sign doesn't matter here. It's an eight-run ball game. Braxton takes a strike. Braxton at the plate represents the game-ending run. If the Evergreens can bring him all around, there's one out. That's a strike at the knees. No balls and two strikes. Brady Kranitz is on in relief of Henry Ryman. Ryman was gone after three innings. Swing and a miss. 
Braxton Olson has struck out on three pitches. Nick Cotter comes back to take his turn. Cotter was pinch hit for by Elijah Schmidt last time through, but Cotter will come back and take his turn. He's 0 for 2 here with two outs. Runner on first. Coming home to Cotter, up high, ball one. Lots of opportunities if you'd like to come out and see the boys play. Up in Merrill, that's what, just a short 20-minute drive. We'll see you there on Thursday. Down to Stevens Point, half-hour drive or so on Friday. Outside, two balls and no strikes. Or come out here on Saturday for the Mark Simon Memorial, where Appleton North and Eau Claire Memorial will be our guests. Three big games on Saturday afternoon. Well, we'll start at 10 o'clock in the morning. Takes a strike, two and one. No admission. Wisconsin Rapids, we're looking at you. Rapids has just that one pathway to get into their baseball complex, and that's where the ticket booth is set up. That's outside. Three balls and a strike to Nick Cotter. Wyatt Miles is scheduled to hit next if the inning continues. It's three and one, and there are two outs. Pitch to Cotter. That's outside, and Nick Cotter has walked. So runners on first and second. Wyatt Miles touched them all his last time up with the benefit of two errors. And the Evergreens are going to use a courtesy runner. Pearson McDonald will come out to courtesy run for Nick Cotter. And the Blue Jays are going to make a pitching change in a 10-2 ball game. What do we got going on here? Yes, before this game comes to its conclusion, Merrill will use a new pitcher. Brady Kranitz is out. And on comes is that this Jack Hook. This is, had been the third baseman. Jack Hook will come on to pitch now. So let's see for Brady Kranitz, two and one-third innings. Evergreens reached him for four hits. Now pitching for the Blue Jays, number eight, Jack Five hits, beg your pardon. Yeah, our scorecard is sloppy today because there have been so many errors and so many walks. Tallying things up is tricky. One strikeout and two walks for Brady Kranitz. He also hit a batter and is responsible for these two runs that are on base. Wyatt Miles has walked off the Evergreens twice in this season. Got an extra inning hit in the eighth to lift the Evergreens over Walsall East. And got the sacrifice fly to right to give the Evergreens a win in the bottom of the seventh against Lakeland. Wyatt Miles looking to deliver extra bases here and 10 run the Blue Jays. Yeah, let's see. Just because I'm a curious type of guy, I'm going to take a walk over here and see who's doing the games on WEMJ. Well, there we go. That is Oliver Burroughs and D.C. Everest alumni, Chad Holmes.
who is right, normally the voice of the Walsall West Warriors. Life's unfair that way sometimes. Ready to go here, Jack Hoke ready to pitch to Wyatt Miles. First and second, two outs, and there's a strike. means maybe Chad was doing a game somewhere else that came to an early end. Maybe Chad was calling a softball game. It was just Big Oliver when this game started. Up high, one ball and one strike. I know when Chris is on the mic, you're not concerned about other radio stations and other on-air talent. 1-1 pitch. And this is hit to right field. The inning continues. Right fielder plays it cleanly. Evergreen's trying to bring a run around. They do. So the Evergreens are now one run away from bringing the ball game to an end. Wyatt Miles with an RBI single to right. Scores Chris Wiesman and makes it 11-2. And here comes Kyler Soppy for the Evergreens. Runners at first and second after the Wyatt Miles hit. Kyler Soppy with a chance to end the ball game. Soppy is two for three today. So will this game go seven, or will the Evergreens end it here in six? First pitch is up high. And two more hits for Kyler Soppy today. You know, as you get later in the season, it's harder to keep that batting average rising. And Kyler Soppy in the final week and a half of the season is going to have every chance to hit above 400 for the year, which is, at any level of baseball, great accomplishment. Pitches up high, two balls and no strikes. Again, a hit to the outfield could bring that runner all the way around and end this ball game. 11-2 now. Pitch to Soppy, up high, 3-0. So maybe Kyler won't even get a chance to hit. Jack Hook, after giving up a single to Wyatt Miles, won't trouble throwing strikes. Three balls, no strikes to Kyler. And that is ball four. Kyler Soppy walks. So at least for that at-bat, the batting average neither goes up or down. Bases are loaded with two outs. This is Noah Chmielewski's spot in the batting order. Caden Kreitlow will hit for him. First pitch to Caden at the knees, strike one. Caden is looking for just his second hit of the season in this spot. Oh, one pitch. Checked his swing, strike two. Caden would like, even, I mean, it's late in the ball game. It's 11 to 2, but Caden doesn't get a lot of at-bats in the season and would like the strike zone to be true in this spot. 0-2 pitch. Coming home, that is up high. One ball and two strikes. Caden hits from the left side. Base is loaded. The game ending run sits at third base. And now a 1-2 pitch, and that's popped up foul and out of play. We stay at one ball and two strikes. 
Will Caden Kreitlow send us home a little bit early? Hook comes set, coming home, outside, two balls and two strikes. Other ways this game could end, wild pitch or pass ball, or if Caden somehow works out a walk, that would do it. 2-2 two -two pitch. Checks his swing and did not go. That stayed up high, three balls and two strikes to Caden Kreitlow. So Jack Hook has to throw a strike here or the game will end. Full count, two outs, bases full of evergreens. 3-2 pitch is called strike three. The inning is over and we'll play at least a little bit longer. It's the first inning. Well, the evergreens got one more run in. Yep. Evergreens have scored in every frame this afternoon. To the seventh we go, D.C. Everest is up big. It's 11-2 when we come right back on 93-9, the game. Now the Evergreens are looking to get the final three outs here, and we go to the top of the seventh inning. Kyler Soppy will come on for the Evergreens. Wyatt Miles worked the sixth inning and retired all three batters that he faced. And again, Wyatt, because he's projected to be the Evergreen starting pitcher on Friday, just gets that one inning of work. Brady Kranitz was the second of three pitchers that the Blue Jays have used. He worked two and one-third innings, gave up six runs, only two of which were earned. Evergreen's reached Kranitz for five hits. He struck out one walk, two, and hit a batter. Jack Hook, in relief, worked two-thirds of an inning, reached for two more hits. Hook gave up one run, it was earned. He struck out one and walked one. The Blue Jays send nine, one, and two in their batting order up to face right-hander Kyler Sapi. 11-2. Brayden Piper sacrificed in the two-run fifth, the uprising that the Blue Jays were able to put together. Let's see, that's Nate Langman who re-enters the game at third base. Caden Kreitlow plays first base for the Evergreens, and Wyatt Miles, who has been pitching, is now over at second. So the Evergreens kind of do the Kyler Soppy shuffle because he's normally the Evergreens' starting second baseman. He's pitching here and throws strike one. 
Brock Babish stands to be the winner. Unless something improbable happens, it'll be Brock's third win of the season. Yeah, of the 11 runs the Evergreens have in, only four are earned. That's down low from Sapi, one and one. Wind right now, dead calm. Sun setting over the right field fence. Going to be a nice end of the day. Bouncing ball to the shortstop. Wiesman's got it. Double clutches and throws him out. There's the first out. Braden Piper is retired. Brady Canitz hits from the left side. He'll take his turn at bat here. One out, nobody on. So the Evergreens looking to get these final two outs and then enjoy the rest of this very nice Tuesday evening. Soppy is outside, ball one. Soppy was the winning pitcher in that big 11-inning game. He worked five innings of relief. He's had a couple of solid outings for the Evergreens, but that was his best because that was just a 1-1-1 one, one, one game forever. Strike there, one ball and one strike. And in two of the extra inning frames, Rapids left men in scoring position. So Sapi was credited with the win that day. The Evergreens and Red Raiders have split their two games this season. This ball is popped up to center field, and it's going to fall in front of the center fielder. A hit. Boy, Preston Miller, I, I thought that ball was up in, and instead it's in front of Miller. Blue Jays have their fifth hit. Here's Henry Ryman, starting pitcher, who's likely to take the loss today. One out and a man aboard. Double play here sends us home happy. First pitch to Ryman, strike one. Henry is one for three today. Singled in the fifth and has one of the two Merrill RBIs. His brother on deck, Sam, has the other RBI hit. A one pitch that's outside. We even at one ball and one strike. Five o'clock startup in Merrill on Thursday afternoon. We think there may be a little bit of rain in between, but the forecast looks favorable for Thursday. We'll be in the 60s just like we are today. 1-1 one, one pitch down low. Good stop by Nick Cotter. Kept that from getting past him. Two balls and one strike. Soppy looks in. Ready to work. Two, one pitch, fouled off, ouch, off his foot. You know, in an 11-2 game, you'd prefer that no one get hurt. Ryman took a big swing, fouled it off his ankle, and he's hopping around. Mm. Well, I mean, we don't like to see injuries in close games or one-run games or extra inning games, but, I mean, here your team's trailing by nine. This is your best pitcher and your best batter. And he's back up on his feet. 
and looks like he's ready to resume this at-bat. Coach is asking him to take a practice swing, see if he can put some weight on that. Okay. Ryman's at-bat will indeed continue. It's two balls and two strikes. After fouling one off your foot, hit one on the ground. I'm not sure how fast you're going to run, and double play would end this ballgame. Soppy checks that runner. And now coming home. Mm. A little high. That pitch has been a sometime strike today. And in the later stages of the ball game, you'd like that to have been strike three. It is not. Three balls and two strikes. Now coming home. And this ball is popped up. Shortstop, long run, off the glove of Wiesman. He dove for that. That was going to be a very, very tough play in the shallow outfield grass. It's a hit. And we have runners at first and second. So Ryman hurt himself earlier in the at-bat. Hit safely. Here's Sam Ryman, who is two for two today with a single and a double. 11 to 2. There is no danger. Courtesy runner. That makes sense. Coming out for the Merrill Blue Jays. Fletcher Ellenbecker. So the Blue Jays have greeted Kyler Soppy with a ground out and two hits as we work the seventh. Soppy's coming home up high, ball one. Just taking us a little while to get to the end. A game that's clocking in at two hours and seven minutes right now. 1-0 pitch. And this ball is hit through the right side. One, two, three hits for the Blue Jays. They're going to hold the lead runner at third out of the reach of the new second baseman, Wyatt Miles, so Soppy allows three hits in a row. Eric Mann is scheduled to hit here. Second time in the ball game that the Blue Jays have loaded up the bases. It was a more interesting spot back in the fifth when it was a six to two game. Came to an end when Tyson Golich hit into a fielder's choice. Full of Blue Jays now with one out. Evergreens keep the infield back. Strike one to Eric Mann. Mann walked and popped out. Sapi is coming home. Drops in. Strike two. If Mann doesn't pick up any of these runners, Golich is in the on-deck circle. Get a chance to bat for a second time with the bases full in the ballgame. 0-2 oh, pitch. Just outside. I believe at this stage our home plate umpire is getting paid by the hour instead of by the game. 
It's close. A ball and two strikes. And this is punched through the right side. One, two, three, four hits in a row for the Blue Jays, and a run comes in. 11 to 3. I think at this stage, perhaps the Blue Jays might want to save some of these hits for Thursday's game. Eric Mann gets himself an RBI. Still one out. Bases are full. But the Blue Jays still have to do a lot more before we get worried. 11-3. Tyson Golick. Last time up in the fifth, bases were full and he bounced into a fielder's choice. His first ball swinging popped up. Is there room behind home plate? Nick Cotter is there. Yes, makes the catch. There's the second out in foul ground. Nick Cotter, the catcher, secures that. Looking through Tyson Golick's afternoon, Tyson has left seven runners on base in his four at-bats today. Got a runner at second his first time up, and then bases loaded the last two. Zach Newman has the Blue Jays are down to their final out. Up high for a ball. Tyler Soppy's allowed four hits in this inning, but all singles. A couple of them not hit particularly hard. I mean, that doesn't really reflect on Kyler's outing here. This is a ground ball to the third baseman. We'll go over to the bag, and that's going to end it. Nate Langman steps on third. Ball game is over. And our final score, D.C. Everest 11, the Merrill Blue Jays 3. We'll be back with a happy recap in just a moment on 93.9 The Game. Welcome back to Simon Field, where Brock Babish is the winning pitcher for the Evergreens, who have just defeated the Merrill Blue Jays 11-3. I'm Chris Conley. The Evergreens had a 6-0 lead when the Blue Jays got two runs in the fifth and had the bases loaded, so the tying run came up to the plate. Brock Babish got Tyson Golick to bounce into a fielder's choice, and the danger was passed. In their very next at-bat, the Evergreens would tally four more runs and put the game out of reach. Blue Jays would add one more in the seventh. Again, 11-3 is our final score. The Blue Jays committed eight errors today. Wyatt Miles worked one inning in relief. He retired all three batters that he faced. Kyler Soppy was reached for four hits and gave up one run in his one inning of work in the seventh. With the victory, the Evergreens improved to 9-6 and six on the year. That three games above 500 is their high watermark, and they're 5-3 and three in league play. The Blue Jays fall back to 500 overall, 11 wins and 11 losses. These teams play again on Thursday. Nate Langbin is scheduled to be the Evergreen starting pitcher. 
For Everest, I have them at 11 runs, 8 hits, and the Evergreens played errorless baseball. They left 9 on board. Blue Jays, 3 runs, 8 hits, 8 errors, and 7 left. Again, repeating our final score, it's 11-3, to D.C. Everest over the Merrill Blue Jays. I'm Chris Conley. Thank you for listening to us on 93.9 The Game. Good night, everybody.